0: Hello and welcome again to the Rare Possessions Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Galetti, and with me is Jared Riddick from Book of Mormon Central. Happy to be here. All righty. I need a better greeting. That's what I say every time. No, it's fine. Heidi uh, ho Heidi ho <laughs> neighbor. So this episode, we are going to be focusing on something from John Gee called Four Suggestions on the Origin of the Name Nephi. And uh, let's let's get into this study of of names to begin with mm-hmm. to, to kind of set the foundation. So what is the study of names and why is it relevant here?
1: So onomastics is the study of names. It's defined as the study of the history and origin of proper names, especially personal names. And there's been a lot – there's been criticism uh, throughout the history of the church on on names within the Book of Mormon. Uh, I, Matt Roper, I believe, did a series called Book of Mormon Howlers, Talking about how things that were once criticized are now shown to be actual evidences for the Book of Mormon. One of them was that uh, the name Alma traditionally is a Latin female name, but it's been shown to be an attested male Hebrew name. You have a lot of evidence like that. Nephi is a name that's gotten a lot of study. Well, there's a couple Nephis. There's a couple Nephis, at least four that I can think of, besides the books. (laughs) I was very confused by that as a child. Um, But... John Gee here, and this is from an anthology called Pressing Forward with the Book of Mormon that was published, I believe, in 1999, but was based on an article he published in the Journal of Book of Mormon Studies in the early 90s, looking at four different suggestions for the origin of the name Nephi. And well, this is four suggestions that we would say are primarily Egyptian. Mm-hmm. Primarily Egyptian, which makes sense given that they're writing in Reformed Egyptian and there's clearly an influence, higher inf- Egyptian influence – for Lehi and his immediate family. A Reformed Egyptian, I would say, is now a relatively attested tradition. Others could speak to that much greatly, uh, much more uh, eloquently than I, than I can. But Book of Mormon Central has had some stuff recently. We've had some publication. We've had some know-wise on that, which we'll link in the description. But yeah, there's some really interesting stuff going back to the name Nephi here. And if anybody had to do it, John Gee is the person, one of the pe- best people to look at that.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and this is one that will be read... Uh, by Stephen Smoot, who
1: is a former guest of the podcast, because there's a lot of Egyptian names in here. And while we could have consulted with them to make sure that Nick pronounced them correctly. That's no guarantee. It's no guarantee. <laughs> and so it's, it's, it was easier to have somebody that was actually skilled uh, read this. Yeah. Which we very are uh, very obliged to him for that. And out of uh, consideration to that, I won't try and pronounce any of the names in the article. But to talk about how there's some very interesting, very interesting backgrounds. Yeah. Uh, for Nephi.
0: Well, and again, we're talking about adding layers of complexity that help support the historicity of the Book of Mormon. Mm-hmm. And often that the biblical writers
1: did this as well, but would use names to make points in the Book of Mormon. I think Nephi and Mormon himself and other writers would have done the same thing. They would have used the names and constructed things in a way to, to make a point.
0: Well, uh, we we even do the same thing nowadays. I mean – Children are named after parents for reasons, mm-hmm. and people receive na- family names because mm-hmm. of what that person that lived previously brings to what they hope this person will be, I guess. It's, it's almost an honorific. So names are used in different ways, in different cultures, and I'm this mar- just goes to support that.
1: I'm reminded of a story. I think it was George Albert Smith that had uh, a vision of his, of his ancestor, George A. Smith. I don't know. And was asked, what have you done with my name? Oh yes. Okay, now I remember yeah. that. Yeah. But names hold power. And yeah. It's really interesting to see this. And I think John's work here shows that the personal names contained in First Nephi are in themselves evidences for the Book of Mormon. Right. Things we, we didn't always it's something we don't always consider, but it's a very valuable thing.
0: Yeah. So we'll now have a reading from Stephen Smoot with this uh, this article on the four suggestions on the origin of the name Nephi.
1: Hope you enjoy. We'll see you next week.
2: Four suggestions on the origin of the name Nephi. I, Nephi, make a record of my proceedings in my days. 1 Nephi chapter 1, verse 1. The opening words of the Book of Mormon, I, Nephi, raise an interesting issue. Was this name or others like it in use around Jerusalem in Lehi's day? In general, one may ask, Are the personal names contained in the story satisfactory for that period and region? While an answer to that issue for all names in the Book of Mormon still awaits investigation, several suggestions have been made for the name Nephi. Early in the Book of Mormon, Nephi notes the connections between Egypt and Israel at his time. Three of the four etymologies proposed for the name Nephi are Egyptian. These are the Egyptian names Nefer, good, Nefu, captain, and Nephi, wind. We can rule out Nephi as a possibility, since so far it has not been attested as a name in Egypt at any time period. Similar considerations also rule out the fourth proposed etymology deriving from Akkadian Napahu, to be kindled, such as Naphu, kindled, Niphu, rising, and Napahu, smith, none of which are used as personal names. This leaves us with two suggestions Nefer and Nefu. While it might appear that Nefer is disqualified for ending in an R, by the time of Lehi, end of the 7th century BC, the final R had long since fallen out of pronunciation. Although the consonants look different between the two names, in Lehi's day the only difference in pronunciation would have been in the vowels. Unfortunately, neither Egyptians nor Hebrews wrote vowels in Lehi's day but we can still get some ideas of how nefer and nefu were vocalized from foreign transcriptions of Egyptian names and from later versions of these words from times when Egyptians did write vowels i.e. Coptic transcriptions of the Coptic forms of nefer and nefu are nofi and nif respectively in the 5th century BC the Egyptian name *ankhernefer* nefer is transcribed in Aramaic akhernepi while Aramaic inscriptions of the Egyptian name Ka are Kanepi, Kanepi, Kanepiah, and Kanupi. The transcriptions indicate that the vowel might be O or U, matching the initial vowel of the later Coptic Nofi. In the 5th century BC, the Egyptian name her Nefer is transcribed in Aramaic Achernepi, while Aramaic transcriptions of the Egyptian name Ka Neferu are Kanepi, konepi, kanupa, and kanupi. The transcriptions indicate that the vowel might be o or u, matching the initial vowel of the later Coptic word nofi. The problem with this proposed etymology, however, is that kanefru is a state of verb form. In Egyptian, as in Semitic languages, different verbal forms are indicated by a change in vowels. Kanefru is a stative, whereas nefer is probably a participle, and the vowel in the participle from Greek transcriptions seems to be an e, as opposed to the state of case vowels o or u. On the other hand, Assyrian scribes transcribe the name Bak and Nefu as ipi or Buku Naani. These transcriptions indicate that the vowel in Nefu was an e or i, matching the vowel in later Coptic so the vowel matches better with nefu than with nefer. The advantage that nefer has over nefu is that nefer is actually attested at the right time, whereas nefu is attested but not at the right time. As previously noted, neither nefi nor forms of napahu are attested as names at any time. Thus, one may confidently conclude whether from nefer or nefu, the name Nephi is an attested Egyptian name.
0: Thank you for listening to the Rare Possessions podcast. This has been a presentation of Book of Mormon Central. Please stay subscribed to this podcast in iTunes or in SoundCloud. And make sure to visit us online at archive.bookofmormoncentral.org. Thanks for listening.